0: (音楽) ORCHESTRA PLAYS Gomez. Welcome to Cuyamaca Conversations. I'm a student in the music industry seminar class and today I'm interviewing Dr. Ariana Warren. She is a music professor at Cuyameca College as well as a freelance educator and musician. She is known to inspire and motivate students including myself. Hi Ariana, thank you for being here today. I remember taking your music fundamentals class at Cuyamaca and I had more questions for you for the semester ended. But, and then here's one right now. What is your profession?
1: Joel, it's so good to be here today. So in a big blanket statement, I'm a musician. Um, I've gotten lucky enough by now in my musical career that everything I do at the moment uh, to earn money is through music it hasn't always been that way. I've catered, I've worked at Curves for Women, which is like this little gym where mostly middle-aged women go in and work out on a circuit for a half hour. Um, I've worked in restaurants, I, I've done all kinds of stuff, but I've slowly gotten it to a point where music is everything I do. Um, so as you know, I teach at Cuyamaca. I teach a little music fundamentals, some theory and some keyboard. I teach our performance studies class. Uh, And I've got some ideas for other classes I'd love to teach in the future. So that's kind of what I do during the day here on campus. I also teach a lot of private lessons. Um, I've been kind of amongst the first wave of people who taught online lessons. I uh, was connected with a band director in Saudi Arabia, of all places, in 2013 to teach online lessons because there's a whole bunch of Westerners who live there, who work for the Saudi government, who live in these little bubbles of Western society, and they speak English and they go to school and do everything like any normal kid would do. But they have one band director, 400 band students, and no musicians who just live there to live there. So before Skype was really all that reliable and we had to use a bunch of VPNs and all this stuff, I started teaching online lessons. So for, gosh, what was that, nine years now? Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., I am video calling in with Saudi Arabia, and I'm giving some Skype lessons to a bunch of middle school kids. I have a couple high schoolers, but it's mostly a middle school band director I work with. Um, I also teach some lessons in person. And then the real uh, heart of what I do is I'm a gigging musician. So I play woodwinds, I play clarinets, saxophones, and flutes, so all the sizes of them. I really love like experimental avant-garde music. That's what I did uh, my graduate work in. So kind of crazy, crazy sounding stuff. Um, I've, I've studied a lot of classical music as well. Right before the pandemic hit, I was uh, putting on recitals with Melanie Grinnell uh, from uh, Grossmont College. And we were playing like some Mozart and some Brahms and like having a really good time with all of that. Um, I like to double, so musical theater is where they write the music for maybe 16 to 18 musicians, sometimes smaller. I did a pit last summer that was five of us, but they want you at one point to sound like like a roaring sax section, and then in the next thing, an orchestral flute, oboe, clarinet thing. But there's only a few of you down there, so you're like picking up a different instrument for each song and like each style of music. Um, so that's one of the gigs I really enjoy doing. Um, and then I also play with like the city ballet, like some really straight classical clarinet and bass clarinet music. Um, so this is why I say when, when asked what my profession is, I'm a musician. I teach, I gig, um, kind of live, breathe and sleep music. It's a little excessive at times, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm up to.
0: Wow. <laughs> That that is a lot, that's like very overwhelming. And I would think like, where do you get your motivation to keep pushing through to do so much?
1: Well, some of it is just kind of sheer grit and you're like, all right, like yesterday I had seven and a half hours of private lessons to teach, which is a lot and more than I usually do in one day. But I was traveling to see my sister last weekend. So I was able to kind of move people around and um, they got their lessons. I was able to continue my income, all of that, which made for a very long day and then a three hour rehearsal at the end. Um, So those days you wake up and you're like, you know what, I get to play music tonight. Like regardless, and I really do love teaching, seven and a half hours is just a little more than, that's kind of beyond my comfort zone. (laughs) Um, But I think about, for motivation, I really, I enjoy playing. There's like a a physical sensation of playing a woodwind instrument that I find really enjoyable. I sometimes wonder if it's my way of meditating, which sounds really cheesy at the moment, but give me a second. Um, My brain goes too fast sometimes to sit still and listen to my breath in a way that I think is a really healthy thing for most people to be able to do, just sit and breathe and let things go. However, my brain, it always likes to go. But what does a woodwind instrument do? Take a long breath in and take a sustained breath out throughout the phrase of the music. So I think physically, I really enjoy it, and that's a motivation I look forward to is just that physical sensation of playing my instrument. And also, I've built all my friend groups are music. I have my ballet friends. I've got this rad group of women and we all play in the woodwind section together of the city ballet and like I can look forward to like going and like playing great music with them and then I got my musical theater buddies and like we have a good time in the pit like we're usually joking around we're down under the stage so we can kind of as long as we're quiet we can get away with more jokes and things like that so we got that sort of rapport um so I think kind of Being, knowing that like, all right, I get to go play with my friends. We are all having a good time, hopefully, depending on the gig, but usually we're having a good time. And regardless of how tired I am or what else is going on, I have those things to look forward to.
0: That's a very good answer. Like, (laughs) I would think like the, the love for it comes from like the community of the people, the musicians,
1: that's what makes it, yeah. Because you can you can definitely play music by yourself, and many people do, but for me, music is, is uh, it's a it's a community effort, and it's even better once you're friends. And most of my life, I've gotten to be able to like take the gigs that's what, that are with my friends.
0: <laughs> um, I like what you said about the the wind instrument. Are you saying it's meditative? Mm-hmm. It is. That's exactly like uh, meditation. You, gotta, you catch the breath or you breathe, you breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. So I think you, that's very good. I should apply that to my instrument. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to the COVID, how, how much has that impacted your income and stuff from uh, music?
1: So to say 100% would be hyperbole, but it's not far from it. Um, so when everything shut down, all the gigs shut down, because you can't play live. It doesn't matter who you are, it, if, even if you could wear a mask, we didn't know what was gonna happen. So even my like, string-playing friends, pianist friends, nobody could play together, right? So all of a sudden, the thing that we all look forward to, primarily like at the end of the day, when we go to our rehearsals or our concerts, that was suddenly stripped away. So we lost income and we lost community, um, that sense of being together and making music, like we could practice in our homes, but I feel like in the beginning, especially like, it was all so kind of scary and bewildering that we didn't know if there was going to be a world <laughs> in a few weeks that I, I did in that moment lose motivation to practice. It was really hard to play my instrument when I didn't, I didn't know if like picking up milk at the grocery store tomorrow might give me something that kills me. Huh. So, so that was, it was like a personal impact in that way, and then a monetary impact, because all my gigs shut down, and many of my private students, uh, I was able to take some onto Zoom who hadn't been there before, who I'd been seeing in person, but everyone's in a bad place, so not all of my students continued, uh, which is completely understandable in that moment, so I was losing teaching income. Um, Up until 2020, I had been the band director at a small private school in San Diego, uh, which was a large chunk of my income. And that ended because the private school uh, couldn't have a WIN program even in the fall of the next year. So they just, and to this day, as far as I know, they shuttered that program. So I lost that job. Um, So it, it kind cut, it cut pretty deep in a lot of, in kind of all the facets. Um, you were in my class when we went online. Yes. Um, which was a really nice through line, because I, my days didn't have much of anything else in them, and yet there's like existential dread of the world ending. So I had that, which was nice. Um, and then eventually some more students started coming back, because they're sitting at home with their parents because I mostly teach uh, private students to say middle and high schoolers. And they're feeling the same way. They're on Zoom school, but then, well, I can sit and dread the end of the world or I can sit and play my instrument. So I think there was kind of this collective um, feeling between both like professionals like myself who like are kind of getting back into practicing and, then all, and students who wanna do the same. Um, so we kind of crawled out of that. And then last summer, I was able to play some outdoor gigs, and now stuff's getting better. So it's creeping back, but that that beginning of COVID was rough.
0: (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Where do you think uh, music's going after this whole COVID? Where do you believe it's going to go?
1: Music's really broad. Even in the genres I like to play, that's still like little tiny pinpricks in the bigger picture of what music is. I do, I do foresee a lot more um, live music and more people going to live music as... We're not quite there yet because Omicron hit and all of that, but like, as things do get safer and people are comfortable going out and, and venues are able to open up fully and stuff like that, I think there'll be a lot of live music in the next few years. Um, hopefully longer. And... Um, <laughs> So I think the arts and music in general could be on a really great trajectory. We had, in the beginning of the pandemic, everybody turned to like watching Netflix and listening to Spotify and doing all these things. Like the arts were a big part of how we filled days that didn't really have the same uh, weight to them as they did pre-pandemic. And so I'm, I'm thinking some of that will turn into live theater, live music, things like that. Oh, So I'm optimistic, but I also tend to be an optimistic person.
0: <laughs> That's a good way to think, though.
1: Yeah. On the flip side, I think one of the interesting uh, silver linings of COVID was everyone I know who plays an acoustic instrument who hadn't really done much um, recording of themselves or anything um, anything electronic be it just a microphone and a computer or all the way down to like using Ableton and effects and stuff i think left alone by themselves in their homes making music i think a lot of musicians started to kind of learn how to do a home studio so i think there's also like this explosion of recorded medium because everybody like feels a little more empowered to do that and then you can go see that recorded stuff live I mean, I was thinking about what you were saying with COVID, and like, you know, I think a lot of what we felt in the beginning as musicians collectively—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm one. I speak for me, but talking to my friends, everybody kind of felt this big burnout. A lot of us had been leading these really busy lives up till COVID. Um, myself and and many of my other friends, kind of in my in my social groups, had been like teaching all day and then gigging every night possible and like literally trying to hustle every moment out of every day. And like that, that was leading to some severe burnout in music that a lot of us hadn't really had to face yet. And it was gonna like kick us all in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and it maybe I, I think it was at the moment, we just couldn't see it. Um, and so I know for me, a big negotiation of COVID coming out has been all right, everything got taken away. Like literally everything was taken away for a while. Rightfully so, we didn't wanna die of the pandemic. So, okay, I, I give that to the pandemic. It had to, you know, It had to be that way. But on my way out of it, I'm trying to figure out how to better negotiate my time and how to better negotiate what it is I want to be doing to not burn out. So like yesterday, that seven and a half hour teaching day I told you about, like that was a choice. I made a really rational choice two weeks ago when I looked at my calendar and realized, well, in order to visit my sister in Arizona, I gotta move some things, or not make some income, or people miss their lessons. And I said, okay, I'm totally down with, with that seven and a half hour day, because I get to go see my sister, and I was so excited to go visit her. Um, Instead of, in the past, just being like, well, I guess I can't see my sister because I teach on those days. And that's what was leading to my burnout, was not trying to make a better juggle of the things I need to do to be a a person, like visit my sister or clean my house or eat decent food, not just Hot Pockets, for every other meal. Um, Would you laugh? But I I have been known to eat Hot Pockets for many meals a day. so I'm trying to come out of the pandemic with this idea of how do I do all the things I love to do? How do I continue to like make an income? Because I gotta, I gotta do that too. But how do I do that in a way that doesn't burn me out? And when there are these little sprints of like a day that is really tough, making sure that I don't all of a sudden let that creep back in and let that be three days of my week every week. So, yeah kind of thinking about burnout and trying to find silver linings in something so awful as a pandemic and like, all right, if it all got burned down, how do we rebuild?
0: I think that's what a lot of musicians have to learn is the me time, because I think that's important.
1: Yeah, and we live in a culture where my immediate culture around me values the arts. I live in an art space. All my friends are artists, if not straight up musicians. Like I have all this positive reinforcement around me And then my entire paycheck goes towards rent and food and is like out of my hands. (laughs) And so it's trying to like negotiate doing all the things I want to do and earning a living and doing all of that. But yeah, the burnout I think comes from when you're doing everything for everyone else and not enough for yourself. And so figuring out those days.
0: That's all like all the questions answered. Yeah, because awesome. everything, mean towards the end, when you emphasized all that, that's just, you answered what I was going to ask. Because I, I guess the burnout affected everybody. Like, everybody yeah. burnt out. Because yeah. I talked to Derek. Derek was feeling the same way.
1: Mm-hmm. When I feel, too, it it's it's bigger than music. It's bigger than, I think, everyone kind of burned out. And I think, uh, speaking very broadly, we live in a hustle culture. Yeah. And I, I think rethinking the hustle culture for me for you for every musician for every accountant for every you name it I think is something we kind of all got confronted with with the pandemic and I I'm hoping that optimist in me is really hoping that enough of us can kind of weed our way through the hustle culture and like come out beyond it.
0: That would be great because it is a hustle culture and it's it's exhausting everybody. Like, it's not good. Nah. <laughs> it's
1: a silver lining. Build new.
0: Yeah, I, I like the way you think.
1: This was great. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.
1: Yeah.